Yeah. I think absolutely has to introduce the next guest. All right, let's bring him in from Pro Football Talk to my buddy Miles Simmons. I love Miles. Look at him. Look at him with facial hair. I still think of him Hello. as a kid, which is unfair because he was my intern <laughs> when he was in college. <laughs> and and most of the interns at the radio station were useless. And my, like every other intern except were pretty much useless. And Miles was like the complete opposite. He was like yeah. the most useful guy. I love this. I love him. I keep wanting to call him a kid. I can't. He's not a kid anymore. How old are you now? 30? Oh, I'm 30. Yeah. So, My I mean, gosh. you can call me a kid if you want. That makes oh. me feel a little bit better, probably, if you do call me a kid. But Bull only thinks this because he had just torn his Achilles. So, mm. I was like his bedside nurse. <laughs> I would go and I'd fluff his pillow. What a treat. Like, I'm not lying. Like, this That's sounds like a monster. We all believe like, you. None of us think you're lying. <laughs> I have to adjust the little chair. Uh -huh. You know, Wait, sometimes this I have to pull the car around. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Not at home. Yeah. At, at work. Okay. You gotta feed him grapes. No, Miles. <laughs> let me tell you something. Fan <laughs> Even if Miles had not taken care of me when I was injured, I would have still loved him. He's, uh -huh. he's, he's an awesome young man. He's awesome. He's very smart. And he's doing, he's having lots of success. I'm so happy for him. Tell us what he's doing. But, well, now he's with Pro Football Talk. He worked for the Rams. And he's been all over the place. He, he goes on the show with Florio and kicks Florio's ass on TV sometimes. Oh, good for you. You've you got to put him in his place, right? <laughs> That's great. Yes, it's true. I mean, sometimes Florio says things that are just simply outlandish. So, <laughs> I like to call him out on those things. You know, I, I can't, I got to make sure that he doesn't just say things that are ridiculous. Yes. Like how Sam that Darnold is somehow once. better. Uh, he's upset. He's been telling me that, and it's just not true. Oh, yeah. hey, nice graphic. Okay. Miles, I know that I know that you you're, you're a Browns fan, right? Let's get that out of the way. I see the helmet in the background, and, and yeah, and, well, can you can you see the helmet? Yeah, I see the helmet Helmet's and, behind me, man. And Bull, Bull told us too go. that you're a Browns fan. So I I want to ask you the question that we spent the first thirty minutes of the show um, screaming and yelling about. Yes. You have two choices. Okay. You can go the first eleven games with Jacoby Brissett, and the last six with Deshaun Watson. That's the way they're going to go to war, barring any injuries or bad play. Right. Or you can take Baker Mayfield for the entire season. Which one are you taking? Oh, no, I'm not taking the first option. I mean, <laughs> given everything that we saw, I mean, like, are we are we saying this in a vacuum or are we saying this no. like knowing no, everything in a, in that a we vacuum. know? No, this is in a vacuum. No, we're, say, we're saying that taking into account what Baker did in 2020, what he did in 2021, yeah. What Jacoby Brissett okay. has done throughout his journeyman career, right? And also, but I think, Watson would sure. be quarterback well, yeah, either way next year. Watson is going to be the 2023 quarterback okay. in both scenarios. So I, I didn't, I didn't say that. Okay, no, I mean, I'm, I, I don't think you can let go of everything that happened with Baker Mayfield and the Browns last year, and it just seemed like there was so much bad blood between those two parties that it just was never going to work anymore. I mean, whether or not we believe, you know, the reporting from Chris Morton. Downs wanted an adult at quarterback or, you know, the fact that Baker Mayfield, when the Browns reportedly got on the plane, he then put out the, you know, that thing where he's saying, basically, I'm done here. Goodbye. I'm just, I, I can't let any of that go when I think about what it is that Baker Mayfield would bring to the table versus Jacoby Brissett and Deshaun Watson. I, I think the entire organization probably needs to move forward right now they did before Baker Mayfield was even gone, right? I mean, that, that's why Mayfield wasn't at any of the offseason program, wasn't at minicamp, all those different things. So I think it's better to just move on and you have Jacoby Brissett and, yeah. you know, with the run game, with the defense, he might be able to keep you treading water until Deshaun Watson can that, come. That's the hope. What happens week one in Carolina? 
Uh, <laughs> I got asked this on the radio yesterday. I was doing another hit. And I said, yeah, Baker Mayfield will throw three touchdowns, but he'll also throw four picks. So, <laughs> Bull, I think we're kind of on the same page there. Yeah. But who wins? Uh, I, the Browns will win. I, I think that Carolina is a little bit of a mess, right? I mean, I'm not necessarily all that uh, enthralled, let's call it, with Matt Rule and the program he's been running. And I think when you have to bring in somebody like Ben McAdoo to run your offense, like yeah. that does not really inspire confidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't inspire as much confidence that's in true. me. That's a good point. It shouldn't inspire confidence in anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Miles, um, we talk about Kevin Stefanski all the time. Um, we were arguing earlier <clears throat> and, and guessing whether Kevin Stefanski put Baker Mayfield in the best position to make plays. Um, what is your confidence level in Kevin Stefanski this year? And does he have to have his best uh, season coaching to get the Browns to the playoff? Uh, well, I, I certainly think he has had a really good season coaching, but I think one of the advantages he has now that he hasn't really had in the last couple of years is a full offseason program. And when you're talking about, you know, having Jacoby Brissett for the first 11 games of the season, that at least helps you in that regard because he's been in and he's going to know the system. He's going to understand the system. And Stefanski's going to understand how to call plays for him in a way that he didn't really understand how to call plays for Baker Mayfield at the beginning of the 2020 season. And so despite that, right, they still went to the playoffs. You know, they beat Pittsburgh without him there on the sideline, which is, I think, one of the biggest testaments to him as a head coach, because if you can implement a program that can be okay without you for one game, then you're probably doing a lot of things right. So I think, yeah, he absolutely has to have a good season of coaching and he has to call great plays and he has to do this and he has to do that. And he's got to make sure guys are in the right position to succeed. But I think he can do that in part because he's had this full off season. And so he has a better idea of the personnel, not just at quarterback, but around quarterback for the entire season. You know, Miles, we've been also debating over the last couple of days this possibility of trading Kareem Hunt for a wide receiver. I'm very much against it unless... I could get a top 20, 25 receiver, which I don't think is possible because teams value the wide receiver more than the running back. And then I look at the teams that might really want to trade for a running back, like Houston. They got no, well, I don't have anybody, but they're not trading Brandon Cooks for Kareem Hunt. Doesn't make sense for where they're at as a franchise, right? Like if they're going to trade Brandon Cooks, who they just extended, they're trading them for draft picks. They're not trading him for Kareem Hunt. And I go through all the teams that like might need a running back, and I can't see like. People have brought up Philadelphia. Well, they're not trading A.J. Brown. They're not trading Devontae Smith. So who else do they have? So I can't see a scenario that a team needs a running back and is going to trade for Kareem Hunt and give up a, a start, clearly starting caliber wide receiver. Do you see any scenario where that could happen? Well, no, but I would also counter that with, with this, and that's the, the Browns' offense is probably better with somebody like Kareem Hunt, who they can get on the field and be a matchup problem. If he's out there with Nick Chubb, then teams might be with him just as a running back, if that makes sense. Yes, it makes total sense. The Browns receiving core core is not, you know, the strongest that there is. I think sometimes it's kind of easy to forget. But oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, you guys will never have me on again, I guess. Well, like, I think it's easy to forget that Amari Cooper is there. And talk yeah, smack know, on Donovan Peoples-Jones like that? How I know. dare what, you what, 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 here in Cleveland? I know. 
I know. My, He's our my guest. biggest apologies to DPJ. No, no. You're totally right. You're totally right. It's, it's real suspect. Right. 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 And it's but a great point. they have to use right, him that way. But they have to use him that way. Right. And they should. Right. And, and the other thing, though, I mean, Amari Cooper is really, really talented, which is what I was going to say before you guys got so mad at me. There for, you go. You know, All right. Talking I like him badly, again. But, right. And it's easy to forget that Amari Cooper is because he got traded the weekend before they got Deshaun Watson. So, like, all of those things, I think, kind of add up to being like, oh, yeah, Amari Cooper's still there. Um, but I, I think if you have Kareem Hunt and you have Nick Chubb on the field at the same time, it presents these matchup issues mm -hmm. because linebackers can't cover Kareem Hunt very well. Safeties are not going to be able to cover Kareem Hunt that well because of what he can do without the football. So I, I think it's better – in Stefanski's scheme, especially oh. to have a guy like Kareem Hunt on the team, than it would be to have, I don't know, like a, a B, B minus level receiver. 100%. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. 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 I've got uh, a question for you. That is, what week do you think Jimmy Garoppolo starts for the Browns this year? Do you think it'll be week one? <laughs> do you think it'll be week two? When do you think he actually goes in? Not, he's obviously going to end up here. So when he ends up here, when do you think he actually starts what, playing? What about that is obvious? I just have but a hunch. What about that is obvious? I have sources. <laughs> okay. Mike, what, what are your no, sources yeah. telling you? Mike is hoping for the uh, best coach, quarterback, best-looking coach-quarterback combo in NFL. Yes. Oh, my it God. Would be, no it would It would come in just above oh, Belichick. Yeah, yeah, total right. total <laughs> Hunkville. Um, so do you think, do yeah, you think Garoppolo is a realistic possibility for the Browns, and how do you think that would work out? Uh, see, that's a better question. Uh, I think that it is a realistic possibility. <laughs> But I also don't necessarily <laughs> think it's going to happen all that. Because, frankly, if it were to happen, then it probably should happen, like, yesterday. Exactly. Two days ago. You know, a, a day or two after. Aren't they uh, waiting for him to get cut? suspension got announced. They could. But, I mean, all the teams are waiting for him to get cut. But even if that happens or if and when that happens, it's like, well, where's he going to go? I, I tend to think that he could go someplace like New York because he's familiar with the scheme. And we've got now all kinds of places that have Shanahan disciples at quarter, excuse me, at their uh, head coach or play caller. So, I mean, we could say Miami, if Tua somehow gets hurt or, you know, he doesn't look very good, which I don't know how you guys feel about Tua, but like, eh. I don't like him. You know, mm, so New York is like another him. possibility. Where they, I think Garoppolo might be better than Flacco, but Flacco's been there, so you don't know. Definitely. The, the Cleveland Browns scheme with Stefanski is sort of similar to that Shanahan stuff, too. So it certainly could happen. Uh, they could, he could go to Seattle, where Drew Locke and Geno Smith is like one of the saddest quarterback competitions I've ever heard of. Oh my gosh. It <laughs> so, really is you know, once he, gets, once he gets released, when they got to go down to 53, because he is going to be, I mean, Jed York, the Niners owner, has said, like, oh, we feel comfortable keeping him all year. Like, mm -hmm. nobody wants yeah. that. No. Jimmy doesn't want that. I don't think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch want that. And nobody's that's not making it happen. Yeah. No one's offering big trades, so they're going to have not, to do that's that. That's not happening. Right. Well, everybody's waiting for yeah, him to right. get waived. By the way, Miles, uh, Dustin's yeah. going to be disappointed in you in, in dismissing Geno Smith. He loves Loves Geno Smith. I Does he's, he really? He's well, still a believer in Geno. He's oh, excited that man. he's going to give him a He had moments last year. Yeah. yeah. But let me ask you this. Geno Smith hasn't started games consistently since I was in college. So I know. That yeah. He yeah. loves last year. He did. He's, a, he's excited about it. I spoke to him over the weekend. So, but let me get you work. You worked for the Rams. You were doing, you were a reporter for the Rams for a couple, was it two years? You did that? I can't remember exactly. How long Five years. Five, Five years. Five years? 
My God, yeah. my timeline uh, is screwed up. They grew up okay. so fast. Your time, yeah, it's yeah, because you still think of me as a kid, bull. I know. Yeah. <laughs> bull, he's paying, he paying grown man taxes now. He is. He yeah. is. So, yes, I am. Yes, I live in California, so, so yes, so I do. You, obviously, you know Sean McVay. And, like, first yes. of all, tell us about him from your experience. That's one. But also, like, the Browns kind of went the Rams route here, right? Like, they went all in to win with Stafford. The Browns are kind of doing the same with Watson. So, give, give me your thoughts on those two things. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I really like Sean McVay. I had a really good working relationship with Sean McVay, and he's one of those guys that, you know, I'll, I'll say this. The, the first day he came into the building as the officially the head coach, and he does the press conference, and then, of course, being team media, you know, you get a little interview with him. Our, our reporter was now standing in the I'm going to injure off after. He sees me in the back. He goes, hey, my guy, you're doing all those videos online. Hey, you do a good job, man. And I was like, whoa, okay. So, like, that set the stage for, you know, the rest of our working relationship, which was very good. And, like, yeah. that's he, – he seems to be that kind of person. I think he comes off as that kind of person. And, you know, in my experience with him, that's exactly the kind of person that he is. So, you know, I still have a lot of really good friends that work for the Rams, and I was very, very happy for them that they won the Super Bowl. And I – I think Sean McVay is a really, really good head coach. So, like, that, I'll always be biased toward him. So, right. that, that is what it is. Um, but I, I think the way the Browns have approached it is the way that you should approach things if you're going to be in the National Football League, right? Like, there's no such thing as a five-year plan anymore, in part because rookie uh, contracts only go four years unless you're in the first round, in which case yeah. there's that fifth-year option. But even then, you know, like, sort of how we talk about Tua Tagovailoa all the time, at least on our show, where it's he's going into his third year, and you have to make a decision on that fifth-year option after that. So this third year is always very critical. So if you're not doing things right within the first three years of a head coach program, let's call it, then you're really not going to go anywhere, right? Eventually that guy is going to get fired probably after the fourth year. Yeah. So – the way that the Browns have approached it, where they said, look, we know we're not good enough with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Let's go out and let's get ourselves better and let's get one of the elite young passers in the game, you know, despite the fact that we know he's going to be suspended, or at least we think he's going to be suspended for some period of time. Like, that's worth it because he can help you win for the next 10 to 15 years. So when you have that quarterback, and especially when you're in the AFC, you need it, right? I mean, you're going to be competing with the Josh Allens of the world, the Mahomes of the world, the Joe Burrows of the your division, Lamar Jackson also in the division. You have to have somebody who is at least, you know, a top whatever, let's call it 10 QB, in order to really try to get out of that division and ascend past the divisional round of the playoffs. With Baker Mayfield, Browns probably weren't going to do that. With Deshaun Watson, they have a chance to do it now for years and years and years to come. So I, I totally understand the approach, and I think it's the right one if you really want to be competitive in today's NFL. Miles, let's get down to the, to the real conversation. You know, we've been talking about this football okay. stuff. Let's get down to the team. Uh, Mike Florio right now is one of the biggest lightning rods in the game. Like this dude has has moved himself up the lightning rod pole, but I sit next to a guy who arguably worked with the biggest, the biggest lightning rod in uh, Skip. Two of the biggest. Two, Stephen A. Two. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah, go with yeah. Skip. I'm going to go with Skip. If it's a debate, 
Debate on, on football, debate on on, on on football in general. Who are you taking? Mike Florio or, or Skip Bayless? Oh, he has to say Mike. <laughs> well, he yeah, I mean, I'm going to say Mike. <laughs> exactly. I was hoping you would say Stephen A. But yeah, I, no, but I would take Florio because... Well, I mean, A, I work with him, obviously. And he's like, come on now. You'll set me up, brother. You'll set me up. because I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not trying to mess up my bag here. But also, I think, like, like... Smart. I like the way Florio presents his points. And, you know, Florio is a really good writer. And part of that is he used to be a lawyer and he practiced law for years and years. And this is one of the things I make fun of him for on our show, which is when... He starts saying, like, when I practice law, and I'll be like, oh, my God, you used to be a lawyer? I had no idea. <laughs> and, but the way he can go through things and take things point by point, especially, you know, when it comes to a lot of the legalese that we had to talk through on Deshaun Watson, I, I think he's the best in the game at that. And so I think because of that, that's why I would take Mike Florio and also because he's my boss. All right, well, then you put your flag down. What do you say, Jay? What you okay, so I, I, first of all, I love the way he came came at that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number one, he's smart. Now, I work it's with like, Skip it's like Bayless. Asking, it's like asking somebody, who's a better kisser, your wife or your ex-wife? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you, do you want to come honest. home? Do you want to sleep on the couch or what? Right, exactly. Right. What's, What's the other one? When did you stop beating your wife? Right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, you know, honestly, yeah. so... On this issue, on the Deshaun Watson issue, I know that Bull has issue with Florio. I was I was putting more stock in Mike than anybody sure, in the business sure. on this issue. However, <laughs> yeah. However, come on now. Um, I I definitely have an affinity for both Skip and Stephen A. Okay. And I'll say Miles said something that was why I why I like Skip so much is because it's the point by point stuff. And you see that in his podcast. And I don't know if you watched the one on Charles yep, Barkley yet. Yeah, I sure have. But it, it's fascinating yeah. how he goes through point by point and tells his story, makes his case. Skip's very, very good at that. And I know you said Mike was a great writer. Skip was a fantastic writer. Skip got the Grantland yep. scholarship to Vanderbilt yeah. out of high school. Hmm. It usually goes to, I mean, you know, Miles, it's, it's one of the I most like I knew what that was. Like, wow. Well, I have no <laughs> idea what that is. <laughs> it's like, I didn't win that. <laughs> it's a free scholarship. Okay. Oh, okay. That's and, good. And Grantland is, I don't know if you guys, do you guys remember Bill Simmons' site? Yes. Grantland? Oh, yeah. It, that was named after Grantland. Oh, I never knew that. Who was a great writer. And so was that, his scholarship at Vanderbilt. And it's, um, it's it, when you get that, you're in for a lifelong uh, pressure cooker of a career because mm -hmm. everybody that gets it is looked at as okay so what are you going to do and of the amazing writers that <laughs> yeah. have gotten mm -hmm. that award and, and it's kind of like everybody that's hosted a show at WIBX in Utica New York including myself sure there's <laughs> a lot of pressure <laughs> yeah it's a litany are you Hallowed to do the, what Bill did the Philadelphia Flyers play-by-play -play man yep. the Golden State Warriors play-by-play -play man the rush it's uh, a Mount Rushmore what's his name Hacksaw uh who worked sports talk in San Diego you know his it's name. funny that you brought that up yeah. because Bowling Green my alma mater gives yeah. a scholarship to the hockey play-by-play -play boys okay and they've got like ones? three or four guys in the NHL. There you go. And so it's the same thing. When you get that scholarship, it's well, prestigious. Well, it's not the same thing as this. So what so, you're talking about. No, but I mean, so, if you're, there's only 30 of those jobs. That's true. Miles, so we got to set it up then. Yeah. We got it. Can we, is okay. there Florio, Skip, Florio Skip yeah. Bayless? I would love that. I would I, watch that. I I'm not brokering that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Miles, you and I, we have connections. Why we are you, together. Paper. Why are you, why are you trying, no, no, why are you trying to push me off from a, I now get the for skills, which is I'm gonna do better. No, <laughs> not my bad. 
either. Hey, secure the bag. Hey, listen. Yeah, hey, we'll do that. Yeah. Get what you. We forget to all that. You know what I'm saying? Get what you can. I, I think they're they're both really yeah, good. Yeah, they're yeah, good yeah. in their own ways. They uh, are. They are. But they're both yes. they're both heavyweights in the field. There's no doubt about that. Nah, bleep them both. Miles, what do you no got doubt. the Browns going this year? What's their record? <laughs> oh man, I haven't sat down and done it yet. All right, perfect. I, I you can do it right now. Finish around. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'll, I'll say off the top of my head, I would say probably around like they they look like a seven to ten win team to me, depending on what happens with Jacoby Brissett. So that's like not really a good answer, yeah. but it, it, anywhere go, from seven and ten to ten and seven. Come on, I want a I want a firm answer. I'm, we're not letting you off the hook here. Give us a firm answer. Nine and eight. There Fine. Nine okay. and eight. That's you, what we all did. Miles, that's, nine and eight. that's the safe play. That's yeah. what we we all went with nine and eight. Yeah. It is. That's yeah. where we are. Yeah. We need yeah. a little better to get in, but, but go ahead, Mike. I, whenever when you're talk, talking about team gonna have starting quarter eleven games, the fact that they could still win eight in that range. Says a lot of the foundation have and the defense that they'll have right now because like I think I know people who are still mad at Baker Mayfield for his performance on Christmas when the defense down Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. So four picks. Say about that. McNuggets has a question mm -hmm. for you, Miles, and then we'll let you go. What is it, Mikey? All hey, right, Miles. We know. Uh... Mike Florio gets roasted for his fantasy teams a lot. Does he actually play fantasy football, or is those jokes just all arbitrary at his expense? He, do, to my knowledge, he does actually play fantasy football, and he has at least been in for a long time. So yes, even though I really don't care about his fantasy team, and I <laughs> no one I, does. Well, like I don't care about anybody's fantasy. Mm -hmm. Frankly, barely play it myself. I play it through somebody else. But yeah, that, that he actually does. I know to try to put off on an audience your fantasy football team might be one of the most oh, narcissistic oh, things I've brutal. ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah, I'll be doing that every Friday. <laughs> and let me just tell you, let me just tell you, people give zeros about that. They just don't. They care because, about advice yeah. on fantasy football. Yes, they do. Maybe, they, but yes. oh, here's, here's, why, here's why the advice thing is overblown. The advice is for your roster and who you're playing week to week. There's nobody else in that same scenario in the uh, country. You could, yeah, but people could say, would you rather have this receiver or that receiver? That's advice you can give. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. fine, but oh, geez, I just think in general, negative Nancy about nothing it. puts me to sleep more than Miles. Guys love about you, buddy. Fantasy team. We'll Miles, thank you, Miles. Great job, Miles. Keep securing that bag. All right. And if, if, if <laughs> thank uh, you guys. Go Browns. Not if, but when Bull tears his other Achilles, it's <laughs> close. We, it's sore. Can, can we can we get you on retainer? Don't put that out there. <laughs> No, he's yeah. too successful now. Right. <laughs> let me let me knock on wood for it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, thanks, Miles. Miles, thanks, we'll brother. See you later. Miles should send his intern <laughs> All right, take care if you him. get injured. Yeah, now. Right. that's his, a good idea. You know what yeah. I mean? He, in, was, in his he really did take good care of me. Like I believe it. I was in a I was in a camp. So like I tore my Achilles on a Sunday. Went to went to the hospital that night. They uh, and then I went to work that Monday with a did torn they Achilles. Did it? <sighs> Or I had surgery the next, and then that Monday after work, um, uh, I had surgery on Tuesday. So yeah. I didn't go to work for like a week or the rest of that week. Right. And then the next week I was back at work, but I had a cast on. Sure. And the stairs. How'd you do it? You know, did you say how you did it? How did it happen? Playing basketball. Oh, playing basketball. Hey, man, shout out to that man. Listen, yeah. he, that he's young, awesome. That young yeah. brother is cool. I would have told Boo, I ain't doing that. You, you done lost Yeah. 
There are certain things that I will do during an internship. Yeah. Fluff and a pillow in one of them. Hey, look. Let me tell you something. I, did, I wasn't a jerk about it. Like, of course no, you I, know. I was very appreciative of yeah. him helping me. Sure. You know what, though? It speaks, it's, yes. to, to your point, it speaks volumes to what, why he is where he is. Oh. Because we've all. I would know, do anything. If he asked me for anything, and it, not that he needs my help in his career, right. but if he did, yeah. not just because he took care of me, beyond that. Like, good, he, I appreciate it. You know what, though? He, he has He's a good DNA kid to be successful in whatever Absolutely. he did. I'm always telling WKYC to load up on some interns. Let's get some people yeah. in here, clean some stuff up. My yeah. desk is a mess. Well, we By used way, to have both, them, and then COVID hit. Yeah, right. well, they're fine By the way, both his parents are doctors. So, like, he comes from a good yeah, he family. He was going to make it no matter what. Workaholics. He's a great, great guy. He's a YouTube chat favorite. They Ooh. were very, uh, very yeah. happy with Miles and Miles awesome. so we'll Even though we look like Max Good. Headroom half the time because we ran out of internet again somehow. <laughs> yeah. No, that was Sorry, not a shortage us. in California. Sorry, everybody. No, in California, there's a blackout right now on internet. Mm, those jerks. Uh, so they're running, they're running on low speed. You know what else is a blackout right now? What's that? Other teams' offenses when Emmanuel Classe. Nice. 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 You'll be here all week, won't you? Emmanuel. Let's talk about it, though. He's been unbelievable. The Guardians back in action tonight against the Padres. Yes. So the question is. Do you have to do a five-minute apology to Emmanuel Classe for dogging him before the season? No, I, I, I'll, I'm actually glad you brought that up. What I said was, he's not the guy I thought he was. Yeah. But boy, I quickly by maybe eight, the end of April, I'm like, okay, he's got movement to his to his fastball now. What's changed him is his cutter. He's throwing it 99 miles an hour, and it's yeah. unhittable to lefties. They can't touch it. Well, and here's the thing, too. But, uh, but you're right. I did. I was hard on it. Yeah, well, I was hard on Josh Naylor, and I was wrong about yeah, Josh Naylor. Yeah, but I was wrong. wrong. I, I was absolutely wrong it's on Classe. It's good to be wrong about that. He is yeah. the best closer in the game. So the know that. You, know what, you know what really is outstanding about him? You're right. The cutter made the difference and is a big part of this. His command. He don't walk anybody. No, his strikes to walk, uh, str- case to walk ratio. The best. The best in baseball, and because not just amongst closers. He's not, like, in terms of the, the best closers in baseball, he's not near the top in terms of strikeouts per nine. Like, there's other guys. No, but he's averaging more than one per nine. Right, which is good. Yeah, there's, the, Mets, like, the Mets is like, I think the Mets Edwin closers. Diaz Edwin is Diaz is four. over two. Right. Oh, he's over two per no, he's at, I thought he was at like 14 Ks per nine. Yeah, there's a there's a number of like Liam Hendricks is high, Kenley Jansen's really yeah. high on that. But those guys all walk guys. Yeah. You, you know, he don't walk. I think the strikeout to walk ratio is like nine to one. It is. It's, it's ridiculous. And the worst thing a closer can do is come in and not throw strikes. Yeah, you give him a hit, what are you going to do? You're, yeah, you know, it, it's gonna, and guys make him earn it on. But when you look at his, his batting average against, I think it's like one... It's 189, something his like that. His whip is like 060 something. His whip is 65. Oh, his whip. You yeah. can't. His, his whip's whip is amazing. 0.65. For those who don't know, some fans don't know. Whip Thank is you. walks and, and hits, hits for nine. divided by innings pitch. Yeah. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, anything under one is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even one and, and is really one good. One is fantastic. But, but if you're below one, it's ridiculous. He's at 0.65. Yeah, it's absurd. His, his ERA is 1.25 or somewhere in there. Right. His numbers, there's, it's not an argument right now. It's not. The only guy close, I think, is Edwin Diaz of the He Mets. is the best in He's the National close. League, but I would still yeah. take Classe. And just to add in real quick, check out these numbers. Diaz is at 17.7 strikeouts per nine, by the way. So literally almost two per inning. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it's not over two. That over two it, is minor It's right stuff. at two. Yeah, yeah. right yeah. at two. But when you look at these numbers, they got him for Corey Kluber. Who made right. one start for the Rangers. He just they got inning. hurt in that start. Yep. It might be the biggest fleecing of all time if Class A keeps well, it up. Well, you know what? The Indians made a trade with the Expos where they got uh, Bartolo Colon and Grady Sizemore. And somebody else. Didn't and they get, somebody else. Got a third player in that deal. That was a good fleecing. Yeah, was, I, 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 I got to look fleecing. it up because yeah, I think they got a third Grady, player. Grady, Bartolo, you're right. There was another piece to that trade. 
Maybe maybe the guy wasn't good and we're wrong, but I so, thought they got three good so players. So the class A trade, I mean, yeah, it's great. They weren't going to keep Kluber. They had to dump him. The fact that they were able to get a guy who's been now three years a frontline starter, an All Star starter this year, and the best closer or not starter closer, best closer in the game right now. Why'd they let him go in that trade, Kluber? No, uh, class A. Um, I think there were arm issues, and by the way, he he did get hurt, uh-huh. so he has had an injury yeah. with the Guardians. I think he didn't he have Tommy John. After his first year, Bull? Did he have Tommy John class A? Didn't yes. class A? Yeah. Okay. So, By the way, it was not in a rite of passage. Yeah. Uh, so, they were, I, think, I think probably so, the Rangers were aware that there were arm issues. Bull, but. Bull, Bull has a stat. No. The, Go ahead. The Indians actually traded Bartolo Colon. Yes. And in that oh, okay. trade, yeah, you're right. they Brandon got Grady Phillips. Sizemore, Cliff Lee, and Brandon yeah. Phillips. Dang, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Dang, that's crazy. They ended up, they ended up trading Brandon Phillips. All yeah. All-Stars. Right. But yeah, Brandon, they were all great players. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is Bartolo probably played when all three of those were out of the game. Bartolo was yeah, still he's playing. Still, he's still pitching yeah, for that's Padres. True. He's still pitching He's now, now 55. He just hit a home run. <laughs> he's still playing in the, like, the Mexican League. Or yeah. Well, well let, me, let me ask you guys yeah. this. It, yeah. You know, how important uh, in terms of what the closer is, to actually winning games. Is the closer like the, the, the new version of the running back, right? Before closers, you thought you had to have a, a lights out closer. Yeah. Now, not so much. You can get well, a lot of close. How important is it to win? I think it's very important, especially in the playoffs, right? As we saw with the Indians when they went to the World Series against the Cubs. You know, Andrew Miller, who wasn't their closer that year, yeah, but he was really, their best reliever, yeah. he ran out of gas in game mm-hmm. seven, right? Like Kluber got overused. And Miller got overused, and they were out of gas by Game 7. And that's ultimately why the, the Indians lost that Game 7, because those two guys had been so dominant for the rest of the playoffs. But uh, I think a closer in the playoffs, especially a guy like Class A, who I think in the playoffs you could use for more than one inning. Like, you're not going to do that in the regular season regularly. But I think in the playoffs you could use him. Like, you could have – Karen Check right now is back to where we saw him when he's he was old pitching Karen great, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's averaging almost two strikeouts per inning right now. Yeah. So, I feel I think, comfortable with anybody in that bullpen except for Morgan right now. Well, I don't even trust him Shaw, at all. Even Shaw. I, I mean, he comes in and... I, I, yeah, but but here's the thing. I think if they make the playoffs, I only need my starter to go six innings. I can have Is Karen Check and Class A pitch the final three. They can get they can get nine outs between The them. only difficult thing about that is you're asking them to do it. If, if they do that, yeah. and then you're playing back-to-back days... Well, I don't if, want to. If, do, if I, either of them goes more than one, they're not pitching the next day. Well, in the playoffs, they are. Yeah, I don't know. That's why we got into trouble in '16 because Miller was out of gas. Well, was Miller, but and he was Miller out of gas. was going multiple innings like all the time. I, I can't. Yes, you got it. He was doing it. Frequently. You also have to hope we don't play Toronto, uh, so that Karen Check can actually pitch because he's yeah. not. He's not Let's vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Yeah. You. Just so you know. He's not vaccinated. Can't play. Oh, oh, oh. good point. I, they, yeah. It is. That's still happening. That would be a yeah. Karen Check. Karen Check did not pitch. When only they went in to Toronto, Toronto you last can't week. play in Toronto. Yeah, when he went to when they went to Toronto last yeah. week, he, he couldn't I go. think he's the only unvaccinated player on the team, I believe. I, I don't know that for sure because well, they've had so be. many guys come up from the minor leagues. I don't know, but, right. but he he's must a notable be guy. Because he was the only one that was placed on the restricted list. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, you know. Now, Nolan yeah. Jones is down in Columbus and he's been replaced. But I don't know the guy that replaced him if he's vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. I don't know. Yeah, sure. I would, I would hope that one of two things would happen before October. Either yeah. Canada would... Look at that the way the U.S. does now mm-hmm. on vaccinations. There's no guarantee that they're going to. Right. Because, you know, it, it was slow to change here. Mm-hmm. You would think that at some point it's going to catch up in Canada. Whether or not it will by October, I don't know. Or he'd take the damn shot. 
Why would that like, take? Why shot. would Canada do that when it would be a strategic advantage for them to keep <laughs> well, it at least through the playoffs? At least the playoffs. I don't know that the um, the policy that's being set for. Um, disease control has anything to do with it. Right, but if they were thinking about changing in September or might October, might well wait until Christmas. Oh, by the wait way, until speaking Christmas. of, I, this is totally a tangent, but yeah. I, I saw this and we haven't talked about it. Yeah. Um, I automatically think of the Nets mm-hmm. when we talk about this stuff. Yeah, sure, right. Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Durant and the Nets have agreed that they're going to move forward together. Really? Yeah. Wow. Durant or Kyrie? It happened right before the show started. Durant. Yeah, I saw it this oh. morning and I well, meant because to bring it up. There was reports that Kyrie had kind of... Yeah, but there was also reports that the... He was divorce between Durant and the Nets was imminent. Like they, they oh yeah, everybody around Durant. But said I wonder if it's because the yesterday Nets. there was a report that Kyrie and the Nets had kind of well, settled. It, it, that yeah, maybe that's why Durant came around as well. Well, for sure Durant has. I, so I now don't the know Nets about are back Kyrie. in the mix on the East. Unless, unless Kyrie decides this is like the year he refuses to wear shoes right, or something right. like well, that. Well, I could totally see that. Well, Kyrie, Kyrie like, Kyrie already they're cages for your feet. I'm not being imprisoned by shoes anymore. <laughs> but getting that's what back we got to hope for. Yeah. Yeah, we, we went away for the top. <laughs> getting back to your question, I think having a big, a great closer in a day and age where there's not that many great closers is a huge advantage for the Guardians. Yeah, and because their starting pitching is coming around. Yes. McKenzie yes. now is a front-of-the-rotation ace kind of guy. And, and think about um, some of the other teams that have, like, that are playoff. The Yankees. The Astros close- scare me more than anyone. Well, no, 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 but closer situation. Oh, yeah, I'm right? just talking mm-hmm. about pitching. Like, the Astros don't have a great closer. The Yankees are a mess right now. Yeah. So- Their closer was Aroldis Chapman. He got hurt. He wasn't pitching well. Then they went to um, Clay Holmes. They're leaking He got oil. killed. Now he's a – they this- traded for this kid from the Cubs. He was closing for them for a minute. Now he's hurt. So they're a mess in their pen. But that, that goes – this this hits me now. Yeah. You got a good closer. Yeah. You just, you just mentioned McKenzie's yeah. playing well. He's pitching He's well. Been fantastic. Uh, uh, you, you look at uh, Bieber, pitching well. Yeah. Now you look like your pitching staff is, is rounding into shape. But now I'm I like, still have questions about the rest of the but rotation. Wh- I, I, if I see that pitching staff, three. if yeah. I see that staff, man, I would have loved to do something at the break. Because if you got them just a couple, I agree. You see but what I'm saying? Do it. it yep. I agree. It, because it, it's look, it's looking like they're rounding in the shape. All you need is one more. All you need is a solid stick somewhere, yep. and you might have a shot in a series. And by the way, I'm going to stun you all. The as I think about it now on this date, I actually wish they would have gotten either an outfielder or another starting pitcher, even more than the catcher. As much as I've bagged on Hedges, yeah, I do think I will give him this. I think he's important for the pitching staff. They mm. love him. They do love he's him. He's a great clubhouse think, guy, And he's too. a leader. And listen, you know, we know, I never heard we know his limitations fine. offensively, but no, I, didn't, I don't think he did. You know Stunningly. what? That, that's stunning to me. Maybe he did. We don't know about it, but well, I think we would have heard, heard, heard it. Probably, yeah. But he, yeah, went, I don't remember that. he went off as hard on the umpires as I've heard in a couple of years. Oh, yeah. He went absolutely mm-hmm. in on that play at home plate. Yeah. And... I thought for sure he was going to pay a five-digit fine. Yeah. And I haven't heard about it yet. Let me ask you guys this question. Tonight was supposed to be Clevenger against Plesak. We know their yes. relationship, right? Yeah. Plesak or Savali was supposed to pitch Sunday. The game got rained, Savali, rained out. Against. And now Savali's pitching tonight. They moved Plesak back like yes, five days. they did. You think they were like purposely not wanting him to pitch against Clevenger? I don't. 
I don't know. That's a good question. I wonder if that weighed into Tito's thinking. Because Plesak's been a lot better than Savali, and you need to win. You know, you want to win that game. Maybe you thought he'd be in his head. Is that why you're thinking? Yeah, I'm. I'm just spec. I don't. Might be. I'm not saying it's necessarily the case. I just wonder if that factored in. Well, there. Now he's pitching against the puck. I'll get the behind Mariners that conspiracy. I'll get yeah. behind that conspiracy. I mean, it's interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. they're, they're always going to be cl- uh, right connected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, facts. I, I, I would rather it be Savali, to be honest with you. Here's the interesting thing. These next six games, you're facing some good pitchers. First of all, Clevenger might be the second worst pitcher you're facing on this road trip because he hasn't pitched great, but we know he's talented. Mm-hmm. You know right? he tomorrow, motivated. They got, tomorrow they face you, Darvish. We know no. how good he is. Mm-hmm. All right. Then in the Mariners, you're facing um, you're facing Luis Castillo, who's had a really mm-hmm. good year, yeah. and he's coming off a bad start. Will they for sure see Castillo if you look Castillo, ahead? Yeah, unless they change the rotation. Okay. But as of now, you're facing Robbie Ray who was great last year and has been great for Seattle. And then what's the kid? Logan Gilbert, their rookie, their second-year pitcher. Seven a good year. So you're only, the only bad pitcher you're facing is Marco Gonzalez. That's tough. And then you come home and you play, I think, the Orioles and the Mariners. But the Orioles have played pretty well. You know well. what, though? That's a good setup for for September, late September and October. This is a good challenge. Because the, 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 the Guardians are going to throw Bieber. Yep. They're going to throw McKenzie. Yep. And let's see what happens. Yeah. You know? And then and – then, Right now, like you said they need three pitchers. You can get by with three. Yeah. They didn't in, in 2016. You'd rather them have four starters you can trust. We're going to find out if they make the playoffs, which I believe they will. We're going to find out in this next six weeks, can we trust Savali? Can we trust Plesak? Can we trust Quantrill? Yeah. The first, Quantrill and Plesak have been up and down. Savali's been pretty much bad. Yeah. Can those guys get right? get more consistent heading into the postseason. What scares me about that is you're always, obviously you're playing winning teams when you're in the playoffs. Right. And your record goes down when you're playing better teams. I'd feel comfortable if they're pitching against Detroit or Kansas City. Yeah, of course. Right. I'm not feeling comfortable with all three of the names that you mentioned based on what we've seen from them this year. It's just not good that I recognize those names. That's not good. No, as a casual baseball isn't. fan. Yeah. Do they have do they have a do they have a better chance in the series beating the Astros or the Yankees? Yankees right now. I mean Yankees. But, the but Astros are playing much better Astros baseball. Astros are the mm-hmm. they're they're legit. I think the Yankees the Astros don't have the lights out closer that the Guardians have, but they got a good solid pen. They don't have big names, but they're good solid. Yeah. The Yankees pen is a mess. Yeah, it is. And And most of the games that the Guardians play are decided by the late. bullpen. And and the Guardians have a big advantage over the Yankees in the bullpen right now. Now by the time we get to this playoffs, maybe the Yankees have are you worried God about Classe having – so often when a closer has yeah. a great four months of the season, I always hold my breath because I'm waiting for the gasket to blow. Right, because there's always a he's stretch where he's perfect. Well. Yeah. He's, I think he's got two blown saves, if I'm not mistaken. Right. One or two. He's been almost two. perfect. Two. He is two. But I, I always think back to yeah, Jose even Mesa. Mar- even Mariano Rivera would have one week one a year where he didn't pitch well. One bad week. And you just didn't want it to be in October. Yeah, right, which it but never remember was. Remember, in 95 – Well, pretty much never was. <laughs> or yet in 97 with Jose yeah. Mesa, right. he was his – Close to perfect as a closer can ever be. Yep. Until the extra until innings it of the game most. seven. Yeah. Until yeah. it mattered yeah. the most. Joe Table. Yeah. All right. I, have we exhausted the Guardians talk? We have. It's, well, we got a little good bet, bad bet. So we'll okay. look forward to tonight's game. How are we game. doing yesterday? Let's get these standings well, up here, Anthony. Didn't I have the Jets? What did you say? No. I thought I had picked the Jets yesterday, didn't I? No. No, you no. did not pick the Jets. Oh. You did not. Bad job. I'm so sorry, boy. I was 3-0 and again. Uh, oh, no. I was 2-1. You were 2-1. and Yeah. You went two and one yesterday. We are now tied G. in the Bush loss column. G. Bush went zero oh and three. I got I'm oh, three. Three. You went zero oh and three. Oh, G. Bush. Damn. You're only a game over five hundred. Oh, gee. I watched part of that Jets preseason I mean, I was, game alone I was, in a I was, weekend. I, you lizard. know, I was I was winning for so long. I ran out of gas down. And Mike stretch. is thirty games over. And you know what? I want yeah. I want to dive I want to dive into that before yeah. we talk about the bets because I know you keep dismissing this, mm. but 
you know, when you were 20 and 10, we were right, looking right. at it going, yeah. hey, wow, uh, you know, could be beginner's luck. And then you were 40 and 20. Right. Yeah. Now you're 60 and 30. Right. And he's picked almost 100 games. If you mm-hmm. had played a moderate amount of cash right, right. on those games, yeah. you would probably I, be able to take I'd have a much year worse record work. somehow if I put money on that, probably. That's the thing. What are you doing? Like, what's your method? Are you first doing of all, any research at all? First of all, I... I uh, I do have a new picture for when we do that because I got an old-timey picture taken Listen, solo I at Cedar Point. I've asked Cedar 50 Point. times for it to be no, I'll tell you. cat picture. I'm going to have an we old-timey photo. We can't do that. It's impossible. Oh, it's, I got it. I got it. But anyways, I'll crop it for you guys and everything, but it's an old-timey it's not photo gonna get done. I took at Cedar Point. It will be It will be the cat picture tomorrow. I'm, ga- I'm like a gambler. That's, uh, that's a it's, guarantee. It's sapia. So, oh, yeah, sapia, huh? The secret is... I'm a paper dragon. I am, or is it paper tiger? Paper, 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 paper tiger. I'm a paper tiger. I'm a house of cards. I'm a, I'm a total fraud. <laughs> I have no idea how it's happening. I really don't. I'm kind of going by vibe. Uh, and Are you going good, 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 bad, bad, bad? I'm not looking who's pitching good. and stuff like that. And I just say, you know, what I think part of it is, is I think like, what's like, what's the, what would happen here based on a narrative as a Cleveland sports fan? Gotcha. Oh, that's yeah, really that's part a good, of it. That's a good theory. Uh, you know, and it. so, and that's kind of what, and I'm not saying it'll last. As I said, I'm just totally pulling it out of my A, but um, you're that's, doing that's it what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like, like, that's why, astounding. like, that's why I picked, I picked uh, Padres to um, win today because I just feel like that that Clevenger thing matters. The mentality, no matter what they put in the numbers, no matter what the the line is or anything like that. So you're I going, just, what's the most Cleveland thing? Yeah. What would be the most Cleveland thing scenario? to happen? All that's right. funny. And so that's kind you of that's kind of how I'm betting. You are a man, the man of Cleveland. Yeah, it'll 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 eventually. Pope literally out. goes two and one every time. Every he, day. he hasn't gone three and zero oh yet. I don't yeah. think he's gone zero oh and three yet. I'm I think just he goes Two for well, one every yeah. single that's time. That's great. His overall is. Mm-hmm. He gets two out two of three. Two for one, exactly. All right, let's get to the best today. We are officially starting over on September 8th when the NFL season starts. We are going to start over on September 8th. Yeah, so well, this contest will end on September 7th. So I've got yes. to have a couple of 3-0 and o days, but I've been, I You've been good. Like 12 J- of J- my last Jay's been 15. hot lately. All right, let's get to today's out. bets. Yeah. The first one is, Mike just mentioned, the Guardians underdogs by run and a half at the Padres. You've got to go against me every time. I know. I want you to be against me. All right. All okay, right. that's Next. a good guy. Two-two two split, but Mike Polk is still the, the percentage leader, so yeah, maybe him and G. Bush can pick up for a that game one. There. Hope I'm wrong. Hope I'm wrong. <laughs> totally hope I'm wrong. Can I change to Mike's fifth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's no. get to the next one here. Over eight and a half runs. I know Clevenger with a little bad blood here. Oh, same and picks once for again, everybody. Bull. And Jay <laughs> on the same page going against G. Bush and Mike Polk. I feel like it's a slugfest tonight. Clevenger's going to pitch. Yeah. And I, last, think, I, I think there's going to be a lot of runs tonight, too. But not least, we oh have to boy. go outside of the Guardians game here. And let's see. We do have a little differentiation between Jay and Bull. Mm, okay. White Sox getting a run and a half tonight at Baltimore. Okay. Everyone's on the same side. Who's pitching, is it Cease? Who's Bull. pitching for the White Sox? Cease. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. You still feel good about that? Uh, I'm surprised. That I, don't, that I, that I don't even remember making that White Sox ball. I'm surprised. I'm surprised at that pick. I'm glad that we were what opposite on that Cease one. What is it against Cease against who? Uh, Volk, who's 4-1 and one with a 3-3 ERA. So. Yeah, I didn't know enough but about But Cease him. has been unbelievable the yeah, last two months. Yeah, he has. Wait, who he was has. pitching for the Orioles? I couldn't hear you the first time. Anthony Volk. He's 4-1 and one with a 3-3 ERA. You're saying his name wrong. There's no Anthony Volk. The big Volk. V-O-C-H. Vok. Vok. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him. Vok Daddy. What, what I, I don't think it's Anthony. Vok Daddy. Well, whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> What's the origin? What is the historic origin of that name? Cease has been really good. Cease has been excellent. Really good. 
All right, so we figured it out. Okay, there it is. Go. There there it is. is. Congrats. Final Austin face? Volk. Apologies. Austin Volk. Austin Volk. Oh. That's Austin, what was no, screwing it's Austin us all Voth. up. That's what it is. Uh, it's V-O-T-H. Yeah. We're, we're, we apologize to the whole Voth family. By the way, it's Austin Voth, Mikey, and he his stats are misleading because he's been pitching really well lately. That's why I took the order. Mm. I couldn't mm-hmm. think of who the pitcher was. Okay, so now we're transitioning automatically to final takes, right? Yes, sir. All right, Bull, you're on the, you're on the All right, guys. So, everybody knows how I've been into the Guardians this season when others have ignored this team. And I'm very excited about the way they've played overall, but there's something about the Guardians that has frustrated me. And it's the fans that overreact to this. Every time a a Guardians player is not picked as the player of the month or an all-star, it's always like, oh my God, they hate Cleveland. (laughs) And okay, there's some, a little bit of truth to that from some people. But overall, it's not. Most people that pick these awards and stuff, they want to get it right. They don't want to. I always feel there's a New York bias. There's only two reporters from each city voting. Now, maybe the New York teams are on TV more. But, like, the guys who are voting on these, for the most part, some of them are clowns. But for the most part, they take their job seriously, and they want to vote for the best guy. And that's when it comes to Stephen Kwan. I'm a big Stephen Kwan guy. Mm-hmm. I love Stephen Kwan. I love everything he's done. I love that he started great in April. I love that when he struggled in May, he adjusted, which a lot of young players can't do, and he's been excellent since then. He gets on base. He doesn't strike out much, which is rare in this day and age. He has great speed. He's played well in the field. He brings a lot of energy. Love everything about him. But I'm sorry. He's not the rookie of the year. He's just not. Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners yeah. is is phenomenal. Yes, he strikes out more than Stephen Kwan does. But the guy's going to go 20-20 as a rookie. He plays superior defense. He, he, he The guy's got yeah, – and that's just it. Like, you look at his OPS and some of these other stats, they're just better. Quan's excellent. But he's not being dissed by not winning the rookie of the year. It's just that Julio Rodriguez is a little more of a well-rounded player. Stephen Quan doesn't have any power. That's the flaw in his game. And it's fine. Not everybody needs to have power. I love his game and I love him. But just because he's not going to win Rookie of the Year, which it's not over yet. There's still six weeks to go. Maybe Rodriguez goes like seven for his next 100 and falls off a cliff. And maybe Quan hits. Who knows? But as of now, Rodriguez is going to win the Rookie of the Year. And and uh, Stephen Quan might not even finish second. This Adley Rushman who's come up late mm-hmm. has been phenomenal for the Orioles. He's been one of the hottest players in baseball for the last two months. We don't have to get angry about it. Appreciate that Stephen Quan's a really good player, even when he doesn't win Rookie of the Year. It's good. Excellent. Uh, mine involves some AB. Uh, it's a video. And I actually know we're not Ooh. supposed to involve each other that much, but I, I'm going to need you guys to comment right. on this. We're early. This is just a video I saw uh, on Twitter. Caught my eye, sent it to Mikey. This oh, is a guy. Geez, I saw this. Have you oh, seen this? Yeah, oh, I saw this. I almost vomited guy, when I saw it. This, oh, oh, this I didn't is want to look at it again. Drinking a beer with a hot dog, like through a Ugh. hot dog. He's getting like the hot dog juice. Yes. It's now, so gross. I, I've got a, lot of, I got a lot of questions about this. Obviously, <laughs> um, God, I can't believe that. Yeah. Ugh. Number one, like, like I don't totally hate the concept. I boil my hot dogs in beer, and it's really good. Really? Yeah, it's good. It tastes good. Uh, so I don't oh know if that's an actual God. sensation. Is he an exhibitionist? Is this like a weird thing he's trying to do just to do something like this? Is he alone? He appears to be alone. Maybe it didn't start that way, but I'll bet as soon as he started going after that oh. hot dog and beer like that, oh gee, I'm so sorry to do this to you. <laughs> uh, 
What motivates somebody? Is he from, here, real question, not yeah. trying to be culturally insensitive, maybe this is something from a different culture. Is this a foreign gentleman and I just can't make that out? That seems maybe. like something they do in Finland or something like that that Definitely we're just Finland. not aware of. Yeah. Notice he's by himself. Yes. Well, I, I think he's turned to the side like he wants somebody man, to videotape. I feel like maybe right? he came with a date and then she obviously then he's, he's like, do you want a beer? His mouth, his mouth smells like gerbil vomit. So <laughs> anyways, I wanted to experiment with it. So I'm going to give it a shot. You no, guys. you're oh my not. God. Yeah, I am. I, I, we're going to do this. Um, I'm going to use this red lobster glass. Oh, it looks like it's chilled. I'm going to. Yeah, well, it's been in this. Oh, food bag. you got ice in there. <laughs> I'm going to use this. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Now we're gonna... I don't know if I can witness this in oh, person. Oh, no. Okay, Please. First of go. all, I want I want to put up what um oh, last, what your last tag bar, what your um, last Chiron bar was. Okay. It this says, is send nasty. this man directly to jail. Oh, G. Bush, this is I want nasty. you to look at this. This is okay, my producer at 5 o'clock, Mo. She sent this to me oh, this morning. Oh. Look what I said at the bottom. Okay. Oh, now, this <laughs> might be tricky. Ass. I don't know what That's I'm exactly doing. That's exactly what I said. Oh. I didn't see anything Wait, else. are those cooked? No. I don't know what I'm doing here. You're never going to be able to with that one. It's Wasn't his hot dog cooked probably, the guy? It probably was. I can't watch this. I didn't say this is going to go well, you oh. guys. Just a reminder, I've never done this before. I can't so watch it could this. could go south. You didn't try this at home? No. That, oh that would be crazy. God. Okay, so I'm using a screwdriver. It's a real hot dog, That folks. I have not cleaned. Um, oh. I'm concerned about the cleanliness of this project. Well, oh my I mean, God. COVID's over, right? First of oh. all, just that image alone right it's there. It's not yeah, there's just. I don't need to see this. Uh, uh, you, no. If your girlfriend is watching right now, what is she thinking? <laughs> oh, probably, she's, used she's probably on Tinder, I'd imagine, by now. <laughs> she's used to this. Right, here we go. Oh, my God. That's, oh. That, that is I don't horrible. know if that's a big enough hole, but here we go. <laughs> This could be kind of fat. Get a close up. You here. know that things live forever on the internet, right, Mike? Oh. <laughs> I can't get a good one. There's I can't no get way a good you're one. getting any beer out of that. No, you're right. I should have cooked it and I should have made the whole beer. This is oh. so pause worthy. Wait, we This need is pause. Do you, oh. you need a straw to put in there? Mate, I don't know how that guy did it. If that guy's watching. <laughs> This you know what he probably didn't probably just did jam drop into my through, through the hot dog. This man. And let me know how you make the hot dogs. Did you get any just, beer you know at all? I did. I got just Try enough to bush light. the hole one more time. I got just enough bush light to taste it all day. <laughs> this man is literally sucking the sausage. This there you not go. Great. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's it's take not, another camera oh, shot. from a dirty screwdriver. Okay, so <laughs> now, oh. now I got an open fold here. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> It's a cracked so. straw. It won't do it. So. It won't do it. And see, I uh, I also a, think I went with the wrong kind of hot dog. You can't circumcise you like your hot dog. No. Oh. Well, whatever. That's, so that's my, I'm sorry it didn't work out, but that's uh, my final take. He pulled back the it skin. It worked out. He pulled back the skin. It worked out. It made me laugh. I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch the beer go down like a cartoon, though. <laughs> you know? And it just didn't. I just dampened my hot dog for no reason. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cold. <laughs> That's my lunch. In, in your all your years of TV, is that the most awkward segment you've ever been a part of? That was awkward. awkward. It's, it's, it's just, just gross. the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen on a live television set. It was awkward at all. Set. Thirty-five, 35 years—that is the number one most incredible thing I've ever seen. Well, it's a, it's it's a hot bring, dog. Yep, it's all about it's a wet, love it. It's a I wet it. lip hot dog. Oh my! Just on God. the table, How bro. The hot dog taste gross. No, I can tell that that will be a good hot dog when I cook it. I can. I can oh, you, like oh, all you, all you cook that hot oh, dog? Oh, you're not discarding that. That's he not, bought it. That's fine. I, Mike, you yeah. have to understand Perfectly. something. If Mike what do you it, think is in a hot dog that could be worse that's on that that's on that table? That's a fair point. Grease, right? 
So once you boil it, everything's safe. That's a good point. So I'm going to put that hot dog. That's the Youngstown in me. I'm not wasting that hot dog. <laughs> I'm putting that hot dog back in the bag. And I'm going to eat that for lunch. I'm going to cook that in the in the we WKYC. Move move, yeah, move the hat. In the, <laughs> is that on the table? WKYC. Yeah. No napkins? None. Gonna, uh, you know who has to clean that, right? That's us. I know. That's Anthony. That's, that's fine. <laughs> it ain't your birthday anymore, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony Hedges is going to clean that. G. Bush, uh, I don't know how you try to follow that, but you technically are gee, up. You're up, buddy. Do you want to pass? Good luck. I'll give you a pass today. Uh, Be quick. I got a urinate. Uh, Were well, you going to do the same thing? <laughs> Bro, uh, listen. G. Bush, I got you. Jay, you're up. Bro, I got you, G. Bush. Go ahead. <laughs> He's still sick. Him. Listen, wh what about this makes you assume I don't need a standing eight count? Because <laughs> you sent me a tag board to take for your final day. <laughs> you're right. I did. I'm G. Bush, cool. did, I just, did I just ruin our relationship? No, we good. I just, I'm a little. I understand. I'm a little nauseous My man, right now. stomach, the lukewarm hot I know. Hot I got dogs. a weak stomach, too, and just the whole. Oh. I, first of all, I don't eat snouts and hooves. Never yeah. have. You don't uh, know what you're missing. Snouts and hooves are great. Yeah. They are. Not really big you on pig pack them together, put some salt on them. Once yeah. I heard that they waste no part of the pig, and I said, what do you do with it? It's them? very Native American of them. And I said, like, the feet, the eyeballs, the, the, the anus, the, the, the meat, the snout, meat, hot dog, yeah. the anus, hot dog. <laughs> sure. You just tried to drink a beer through a pig nose. In fairness, this, and I, I will eat those hot dogs. I'm not above it, but this is an all beef one. And that, oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, that makes it but awesome. that's just what happened to be in my refrigerator. I'm not above a snout right. hot dog. I like a good I snout hot dog. The right. dollar dog night um, hot dog. So I, I, it hit me when we were doing the show. <laughs> it is how, how can I get the upper hand on Bull in an argument? Because I can't. I realize he's just going to shout me down no matter what. And I learned a long time ago from working with a couple of guys that just because you yell the loudest doesn't mean you're right. Uh-oh. But I am. But he's right. He's right on this one. But so I figured. Well, you know what? In final yeah. take, I get the floor. Nobody's allowed to talk. Ooh. So, Bulls question. First of all, I'm not sure I'm going to trade Kareem Hunt either. I, I'm not. Um, I'm absolutely doing my due diligence because, yes, we're going to need to run the football this year. I, as long as I have Nick Chubb and the other two, Ford and Johnson, I'm okay. If I can move from Hunt and strengthen my wide receiver room, I'm going to do it. I don't know who that player is, Bull. I, I, I'm not the GM of 31 other teams. I can't be. tell you who that player is. I can only tell you that trades, oftentimes when they happen, aren't the ones that have been banning about by us because we think we know all the moving parts, and we don't. There are a lot of moving parts that we're not, not privy to. So I did find two things. Can, can we use those McNuggets or not? Can, can we call those up? So we, we the trade is a link, so we can't call it like. Oh, so we a can't link. use those. No. Ah, hell, that that kind of kills my case. I was just going to show. So like, who's okay. who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? I don't know who it's going to be. Mm. I am hearing that there are two teams that are extremely interested, and um, those teams. I had a picture of uh, Kareem Hunt talking to. Um, you you can use that one. Okay, this was from their joint practices, and I loved I loved <laughs> our GM is good with contracts. You know, mm -hmm. I thought that was mm -hmm. that made me laugh. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of smoke around the Eagles, a lot of smoke. Huh. There's no wide receiver for them to trade for. Um, I don't know who that guy is. Like somebody asked me yesterday, would you do Devin Allen? I'm like, meh, I don't think so. What? I, I got to see way more no than chance. one play in a preseason yeah. game. Although I know what his top end is, I know he's a great speed guy. But the other team, and we can't use this, right? We cannot use this. No, it's, okay. it's a link, so it so doesn't, doesn't pop work up on, right in Okay, that, that, yeah. that's fine. Um, I, I read a piece, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. It might have been the day before, about the three most likely suitors for Kareem Hunt. And one was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And as you talk about a team that it's, it's got to be a contender. I think we all agree on that. Mm -hmm. Buccaneers clearly a contender. 
it's got to be a team that would be looking to upgrade at running back. Um, and I think there's no question that that would be, if, you, if, if the Buccaneers could get Kareem Hunt, you would think that inside that front office, they're thinking, we really love our chances. We're in the NFC, which is the inferior division. Um, and now we've got, along with the greatest quarterback in the game, we've got a top, as you say, five receiver or running back, and their receivers are good. Now, they would have to part with a good player. We're not going to give Kareem Hunt to the Bucs. It's not going to happen. And I would be as disappointed as you if they trade him and it's not too, it's not equal compensation return. But I would say to you, your question, who's going to do it? I would think that the Bucs are the team. Who? Makes no sense. Who, tell me who they trade, though. It makes perfect sense. They have two good receivers. They're not going to trade either of those guys. You, we don't know. We don't know. There's no way. We, we just don't know. And here's why I say that. What's even and a Leonard Fournette's a trade. decent back. He's not as good as Green What's Mom, a hyper Have you trade. seen Leonard Fournette recently? I have. Yeah, what do you think of him? I think he, I think I don't care that, if he's heavy. You don't. He's I a do. good back and he's he good for back. them last year. 35 extra pounds for him. He's Leonard eight net now. Why would they trade Mike Evans or Chris Godwin? They're not going to trade. They're not trading those guys. You're asking me why and I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Throughout his career. Tom Brady has done what with mediocre receivers? What has he done? Mm-hmm. He's made them great. He's done the same thing with running backs. He's not had great running backs. No, no. He hasn't made mediocre running backs great. If he has, they've been better than they otherwise would have been because they got to stop the pass when you play Tom Brady. Tom Brady has done more with mediocre wide receivers than anybody that's ever played the game of football. All right. Thanks. So if I'm the Bucs, I'm saying this. I'm saying... Let's take our chances that we got a Wes Welker somewhere down here. Mm-hmm. That and 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 yeah. Tom Tom when he decides who he's going to throw the ball to, yeah, it's typically a completion. The guy is so yeah. I I think it's irrelevant. So yeah. I, to me, the perfect match for the Kareem Hunt trade. I'm not predicting they're going to trade him to the Buccaneers, but to your question, and I'm not yeah. even sure I want to trade him. Two what hours I'm in, saying, I'm finally well, going to hear it. For Mike Evans or, I would trade I, him for Mike Evans, but I can't imagine there's any way Buccaneers would do that. I part. told you even before the Fine. show, I don't think they would. Yeah. I don't. But if you're the Buccaneers and you're looking at the possibility of dramatically upgrading the one spot on your team that you're weak, I would do it. I think it's a. I don't think they're weak at running back. I disagree. I do. But I think they're. But Leonard if, Fournette. Let's face it. Let, I think Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette was really good for them last year. He was really good once upon a time. No, he was really good for when them I last year. When I saw him and how he showed up this year, yeah, I couldn't believe it, Bull. Can yeah, we tag board? Can we tag board that? Yeah, the I'll Leonard Fournette picture. I, I, so for those of you I just that can't imagine they him. would trade Mike Evans. But in theory, if they would trade Mike Evans, of course I would trade. Yeah, and I don't know that it Evans. would be Mike Evans. And Godwin, they just they just resigned Godwin. He's hurt. And I don't he think he might not be ready for the start of the season. They I, don't have anybody. He hasn't else. been ruled out for the start of the season. No, I know. And yeah. I would do it for Chris right. Godwin if yeah. I knew he was going to be healthy. And so, to but your again, point, I'd be surprised. But we'll see. You yeah. never know. I think that's, in my mind, that's the, the number one, the team that makes the most sense to me. Because I do think they have moving parts. And I've watched Brady through his years when they've told me, the experts, they're going to be awful this year because he's got no one to throw to. Mm-hmm. And he always finds someone to throw to. He has never had a year yeah. where he hasn't found someone to throw to. I agree with that. I just we'll throw I'll in be, Anthony I'm Schwartz. Very surprised. We'll throw in Anthony Schwartz. I'll be very surprised <laughs> if they trade they Godwin. They might do Evans. it for that. Yeah. But for the record, if the Bucks are trading, willing to trade Godwin Evans, 
I would be willing to trade Kareem Hunt. Although I'm a little nervous about Godwin because he's coming off for a big injury last year. I love Godwin. I, I loved him. I had him loved him before last year. The injury. I wrote him all the way to a championship. I've had Mike I, Evans would be a no-brainer. He's a top ten wide receiver. Yeah, I don't. But I can't I don't imagine they would trade him. I don't know that it would be Evans. I don't. Yeah. Kareem Hunt's sure top five be. quarterback. Did we not? We bring back. So we did not find that picture. We're looking for it. It uh. We found the meme, like the one that's not really him, but he put his head on. No, I don't want to see that. I want to see the real picture. I, he's of, heavy. I know he came in he's, heavy. You yeah, guys he got it. Heavy. Eight I can't night. Find the picture Eight night? You yeah, guys got it. Like okay, that. just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. Um, tomorrow's show, Leroy Horde and Robert Smith. Yep. You get a Buckeye running back that was Boom. great. You get a, a, a Michigan running back that was great. And then we're going to dr- dive down deeper into Jacoby Brissett's game, right? We're going to do a little get to know Jacoby Brissett. Oh, is he our get to know player? Okay. He's our get to know player of the week. Hey, did we ever run? I know we did in our practice show. Did we ever run in a real show your 60 seconds with Jacoby Brissett? You know, I'm not sure if we I did. Don't know but that we nope. did. I don't Legally, think we did. We should run it tomorrow. We're not allowed to. Why? We've done that interview. That's done. It happened on it. We were oh told specifically God. we were not allowed to run that interview. So, dude, it's a perfect system. That's, that's, that's a clown show move right that's, there. That's, so, that's we're going to play show. Get to Know True or False with Jacoby Brissett tomorrow, and we we're going to argue that. and debate who's a better skill player in the Browns, Kareem Hunter or Mark? Hey, the Browns. Gave you access to Jacoby Brissett. That doesn't make any sense that we can't run that. They gave you access to Jacoby Brissett. Anybody saying that is lost. If they didn't want us to run that interview, they wouldn't have given you access. Send Matt Locke. Telling y'all what I was told. All right. Tell the thing I've ever. You guys know I don't make the rules here. Doing this 35 years. Why are you doing this to us, Mike? Jay, you're off the rest of the week. Did you? Yeah, I'm off. I am. I I am. I'm. I'm, uh, Will you take that hot dog with you? I won't. First of all, I won't even (laughs) touch that hot dog. I'm so. I'm so anti hot dog. I don't want to smell them. I don't Mm. particularly like watching people. Did I ruin your celery? By just having this open. No, in the I'm room. gonna eat. I'm okay, gonna I feel like Mike should eat show. that hot dog right now. Uh, I'm not, All right, guys. I'm, we're not quite at that jackass. <laughs> we're, out of, we're out of time. We're out of time. We're gonna take a 20. Oh. I, I'm off until next Monday. Uh, See you guys. The show continues 22 hours from now. The Open Cleveland yeah. Sports Show. The only show where someone tries to use a hot dog as a straw. <laughs>